Yeah, the show started. Ready, set, podcast. <laughs> I've been looking for an opening. I think ready, set, podcast might be it. <laughs> I um, like it. Yeah, I still haven't really decided how to open the show yet, but it'll probably be something along the lines of Welcome to Late to the Movies, a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots every week. We'll talk about a different movie that either I or a guest hasn't seen before, but really should have by now. This week, I think this will come out right around Halloween, and we're talking about Shaun of the Dead. Uh, and my guest this week, the one who hasn't seen it, is once again Robbie. <laughs> I don't watch movies. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like your not watching movies habits uh, are going to be a real boon to this podcast. <laughs> We're a gold mine of not watching things. I I also haven't seen like almost everything on that list. So oh, perfect. It'll perfect. just be me and Robbie. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Although I did watch this movie. Good. Um, also, here are Corey. Hey, Corey. Yeah, hey, it's, yeah, it's me again. I was on the uh, OG episode, uh, episode one. and um, Yeah, and also on first episode was Noah. Hey. Hey, uh. <laughs> That's Noah's famous catchphrase. Um, so this is actually the first episode where- Is this had, the rim shot button? Yeah, it's over, it's over here somewhere. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> I'll do it again later. Yeah, just like just like signal for me when you need it. Um this is the first episode we're doing where people have already been on the podcast. So uh, thank you guys for coming back. I guess the first time wasn't enough, but that's that's great. Our pleasure. You'll see we'll, us we'll keep going. Sure. Okay. He's, he's actually just been tracking us down. We're at their apartment now. He's at my apartment last week. <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah. I'm a whole mobile podcasting service mm-hmm. um, for guilting my friends into helping me do this. <laughs> so normally I would ask what your movie viewing habits are, but we already know that. So, Robbie, have you watched all the Alien movies yet? Nope. I, uh, I watched Midnight Mass. Things, it's fine. Yeah. I think it's only been five, like four, six days since six we days. recorded that. So, yes. yeah, not really your fault. It's coming up. Um, what else? What did we talk about? It's actually been a little while since we recorded, a little over a month. Uh, the Birdcage. Birdcage. Yep. Birdcage. It was great. Uh, have you guys watched anything anything lately? Bird Box. Honestly, the, I, I think that was the Box. last <laughs> movie I watched. I actually haven't seen that one yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I, I'm at like probably five movies this year. <laughs> Man, it's it's crazy to me with people who like have lives outside of watching movies. I watch shows. <laughs> oh, okay, well that counts. M- movies, I'm I'm just like, it's not long enough for me, mm-hmm. and I'm like sad when it's over. So I like oh. shows because it just keeps going. Mm. I know you were saying that you just watched Squid Game on Netflix. Oh yeah, incredible! It looks really work good. of art. I I look forward to checking it out. Uh, Robbie and I just watched Midnight Mass. The other Netflix horror miniseries that came out for the beginning of October and spoopy. Yeah. So we've just, so yeah, those out. lots of shows. <laughs> yeah, well, where did spoopy season. come in? <laughs> it's kind of like spooky, but it's a little bit more wet. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, how do I transition out of that? And there's not really, there's not really a smooth. You don't, you don't have a Honestly, segue for that. It's appropriate for Shaun of the Dead. That's true. Yeah, decent amount of gore, kind of suddenly and in, in not too many spots, but it, it is obviously there. So yeah, let's get into it. Robbie, what did you know, already know about this movie? Um, I knew the like the the phrase that he says of uh, pick up mom, and I actually already forgot it. But um, it was just like the three things: get have a cup of tea, wait for the cell to blow over, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Again, I think I saw the very end of this movie where uh, the friend was chained up in the shed. Yep. Um, I think I caught like the last minutes of it on like Comedy Central at some point. So, yeah, you have a kind of habit of just seeing the last like two seconds of movies, right? Oh, even so, even Midnight Mass, the first episode, I saw the end of it before <laughs> I saw the first episode. Mikey Boy was watching it when I was over his place. Oh, okay, I was, I was gonna gonna say Netflix isn't supposed to the wrong watch way. It. You're watching it backwards. <laughs> yeah. I, I just keep sitting on the remote. And <laughs> It happens. I understand. Uh, how about you guys? You've already seen it before, Corey and Noah, right? Mm. Yeah, the first time I watched it, it was a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of friends that were in film school, and they we were a part of a little kind of short zombie film they were making. Oh, um, so that was like a big reference. Um, and they they wanted to make it like humorous, but also like realistic mm-hmm. um, as far as the zombies go. So, yeah. Realistic as far as the zombies go. So, what kind like, of zombies? Like, did look, they use? look real. You know. Yeah. So, so were they using like fast zombies, slow zombies, combination, combination? Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, because it's obviously different flavors. Yep. Uh, and Noah, how this was uh, this was one that you were like, oh yeah, let's do this. Yeah, it's just one of my favorite like uh, zombie movies. Um, not super into horror, but I like different kinds of horror movies. So yeah. comedy horror is a pretty small genre, I feel like, and I don't know, it's one of my one of my favorite underrated ones. genre. It is. It is underrated. I feel yeah, like I don't know, know any other many. like comedy There's, horrors. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That one's Scream. Really good. Is it a comedy? <laughs> I don't know what it's supposed to be, but yeah, like anything that yeah, you got the stuff that's kind of more subversive, but still like effective horror, like that, like Cabin in the Woods, got scary movies, mm-hmm. terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, evil, I don't know. If, Evil uh, Dead uh, Two <laughs> specifically, I guess, I guess Gremlins and Gremlins Two is more goofy, obviously. Oh, Zombie Land. Zombie Land. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's easy to do with zombies for some reason. Yeah. Oh, there's probably a vampire one too. Oh, it's what Probably. we do in the shadows. Oh, there we go. That's a yeah. good one. Also a good TV series. What's too. that clown? Oh, drive through. Do you guys watch watch that? No, I guess I not. Seen that. Oh, it's like it's one of those movies that's really bad, but it's like so bad that it's good. Mm. Um, oh. Yeah, it's a horror movie with a clown in a fast food restaurant that kills people. Oh, I think I yeah, did like, see he that. puts the guy's like face in yeah in, in the, the vat of oil and nice yeah. yeah yeah I haven't seen that one, but clowns kind of. You know, it's like get me, killer so. clowns from outer space. Yep, seen, sure. Yeah, sure. It's it's in that realm. Leprechaun two into hood. Yep, <laughs> into hood. That's before he I goes to space, go. right? Did he go to space? He goes I, to space. Oh man, really? I think he's like into space. <laughs> I I saw. I remember seeing parts of Leprechaun when I was very young, and it was really scary to me. But since then, I've seen like clips of like particularly uh, Leprechaun two into hood, and What's I kind of want to watch the whole thing. Movie? Oh, Bones? Bones. Bones, yeah. Yeah. Another classic. Another classic. That one. For some reason, I've I've watched more bad movies than good movies. I think a lot of people have. Yeah. Leprechaun, you got to throw shoes at him, right? And that slows him down? I don't know. He's got to like, he's gotta shine the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a compulsion that he has to shine the shoes. Is that like his actual weakness? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if that's his weakness, but that's a way to like buy yourself sometimes. Just throw shoes at <laughs> yeah. him. We'd be all set. I'd we have so many shoes. That's weakness. <laughs> that's true. You, you buy yourself like 20 minutes. Yeah. Your house Wasn't it like gold? And I'll have that's gold, gold clean shoes. I mean, if you're quick oh. enough, you could just start a shoe shining <laughs> business. Throw your shoes oh, at them, yeah. pick them up later. Yep. It's free yeah. labor. If you run out of yeah, shoes, make, though, it kills make you. Make the leprechaun work for you. That's <laughs> what you need to do. Just keep giving them shoes. So this this movie in particular, um, I love. I watched it probably not right when it came out because I have long-time wimp, um, and I thought it would be too scary, but it's not honestly that scary, really. But uh, once I did see it, I think it was also in college the first time I saw it. I, you know, really loved it. And the filmmaker Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, the star, they co-wrote it together. Um, and this was the first thing I saw that either of them had done. But it actually came out of them working together on a show called Spaced. I don't know if either any of you guys have seen nope. that before. I don't think so. So it, it's really good. It is. It looks super old and super low budget, but they made it pretty much right before this. And there is an episode where Simon Pegg, who plays the main character, imagines that he's in Resident Evil 2. He, t- he took okay. like a lot of speed and like stayed up playing Resident Evil and then has a dream that he's like in Resident Evil 2. So there's like a short zombie sequence. And then they were like, oh, let's make a zombie movie because that was so much okay. fun. Hmm. Huh, so yeah, cool. uh, great show. What year did Shaun of the Dead come out? 2004, I think. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, so 17 years ago. That's, cr- that's crazy. I know. It's almost old enough to watch itself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel super old. <laughs> no good. So, yeah, um, let's let's get into the movie then. Uh, Robbie, you can do the honor since you're the one who hasn't seen before. What is the plot of Shaun of the Dead? It is... Oh, uh, zombies! Uh, there you go. They uh, they have attacked. It's it's kind of funny to to watch it in the the Corona times because the whole intro to the movie is just like him ignoring all of these pandemic warnings that are like going on around him. Mm-hmm. I feel like in two thousand four we'd be like, oh come on, people wouldn't notice that. And now I'm like, there is absolutely like fifteen people like right now outside that live their life like that. They would mm-hmm. have no yeah. idea that this is going on. So it was it was kind of a wake up call there, and I thought that was absolutely hilarious to just see all 
that playing out. But um, anyways, the main character, he wants to go, uh, he gets broken up with. So he's got to be the hero now, save his girlfriend, save his mom, hates his stepdad. Classic tale. Um, and, you know, they go on their adventure. They do their things. And uh, the end of it, it's a it's a happy reunion for, for a few people. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. It takes place over a couple days, really. And um, the beginning, like you mentioned, people just sort of shuffling around like zombies, even before they turn into zombies. That's straight out of uh, George Romero was their main, obviously, Shaun of the Dead. It's a play on Dawn of the Dead. And uh, that's the second Romero zombie movie, but that's the one where it's like in a shopping mall and Mm. zombies are synonymous with just consumer mentality. Mm. And yeah. And that's also where they got the... Their zombies are very specifically Romero zombies where they move super slow and they have something from when they were still alive, like the kid with the soccer ball Mm -hmm. or, you know, the dude asking for change, all all that kind of stuff. They like keep something with them. And then at the end in the epilogue where they're like, oh, they're good at menial tasks. And now they do like labor and stuff. That's also straight out of Dawn of the Dead. So, um, but that is right at the beginning. They actually open directly with, the Winchester, which I always forget before the main title sequence, they're at the Winchester and Sean's getting like an ultimatum and uh, you're thrown right into the way Edgar Wright makes movies and TV shows, which is just like a lot of noise, a lot of sounds that, um, so the terms diegetic when there's music happening in the scene that the characters can hear too. Mm. And there's just a ton of that all over his stuff. And I just love the way his stuff sounds, but I feel like anytime I watch an Edgar Wright movie, it takes like a little while to sort of reset my brain because it just doesn't sound like anything else. Hmm. And it sounds super chaotic at the beginning and you have to kind of get on its wavelength before you can sort of sink into it. You know, it was interesting. You said you kind of forgot that beginning scene happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I went to go watch it again earlier. And as I was watching, like scrolling through the beginning, I was like, wait, this is this is part of the movie. I thought it started off right when he was like walking down the street and like, yeah, what's wrong with that dude? Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about the beginning scene. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little while to actually get to where zombies are happening and then even longer to get to when the main characters notice that zombies are happening. <laughs> you have it towards the beginning. Uh, we don't have to go through it point by point because it's, you know, it is a comedy after all. Last episode, we went for almost two hours, so I think... <laughs> Breaking down each scene. Yeah, well, yeah, this doesn't... We don't necessarily have to do that, but obviously anything that jumps out to you guys, um, but I'll go v- vaguely chronological, you have towards the beginning, you see the different people, you know, like zombies checking their phones or just the random kids listening to music and shuffling up the alley. <laughs> The guy in the the groomsman, like yep. the the tux, which I thought was interesting, and he shows back up a little bit later. Uh, yep. You see him again as well, so there's there's definitely a point being made there. Yeah, and he's down one arm at that point. Yes, yes. Um, and then you, at the beginning, you just get sort of a typical sort of thirty uh, something slacker movie. People who aren't like doing enough with their lives that are hanging out with their friends too much. Um, none of us would know anything about that, but no. <laughs> it's just uh there's not too we talked about like other horror comedy movies but it's a really interesting choice to blend sort of that mentality and that's also what spaced is a lot about in that movie they're in their 20s i mean in that tv show it's about 20 somethings who are kind of poor decide to share an apartment and it's about them and the their friends and the people who also live in the same apartment building Uh, although they call them flats because they're british whatever so yeah that's a that's just a really cool mentality to mix up in a blender with all the zombie stuff. Mm-hmm. UK aspect is fun too. I'm gonna go pick up some Henrys after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, other slings and stuff that like that. There. there was a bunch of drug slang, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. You get the first time that he walks to the shop, and you see all the different people he passes. That at the time you don't know, but that's going to be repeated later. Um, So the first time that stuff like that started happening where there's so many callbacks, there's so many things set up that characters say again and again. So what what were you making of that as it was starting to happen? Um, hmm. So I mean like not just the dialogue, but that first time he walks to the shop and he passes really specific people. And then a few scenes later he walks again once the zombie stuff has happened. And there was a guy like pushing a trash bin and now that's knocked over 
There's obviously like bloody handprints on the cooler where he gets the Cornetto. Yeah, the owner like kind of starts shambling after him mm-hmm. when he's walking out of the store. Yeah, no, um, I, I mean, I thought it was hilarious. It was just very funny to see those people uh, come back. And I think it's funnier that like it feels like one of the first times you really did notice the zombies, like the woman in the backyard. But the people he saw before was when a fir- person physically threw a soccer ball at his head. Like then he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's that kid. He, he Same kid, just threw the same soccer ball. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, he's just looking down, and it's not even like he has his phone out. He's just, like, walking and not even looking around. Not paying attention. Hung over his shit. So we should mention the Cornetto that he gets is the namesake somewhat unofficially for this not-really-trilogy of movies that Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright make together. This and then Hot Fuzz and then World's End. And I say somewhat unofficially because um, I thought it was sort of more colloquial, but the the Blu-ray set that I have of all three movies says Cornetto Trilogy on it. So I guess it is pretty official. At, at one point in each movie, someone has a Cornetto, which was like the cone ice cream that he grabbed. Oh, that's I, it. I figured. But. <laughs> I, I didn't realize why they put those three movies in that DVD set you sent the picture of. Yep. I was like, those are so random. Yep. <laughs> but so, now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, so they're all starring Edgar Wright. I mean, they're all starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And they're all directed by Edgar Wright. And I think they're all written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. So, wow. uh, yeah, very fruitful relationship for those guys. Mm. Made some really good movies. That's uh, sort of what I wrote about that whole first sequence until the zombie stuff starts happening. Mm. Uh, I think the first time he's in the, the store that he works at is the first time that someone tells him he has red on him. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was one of the ones I was going to point out. Mm-hmm. I liked all those. Um, yeah. yeah. Foreshadowing. That they did. Yep. You got red on you, and then later on. Doesn't his mother <laughs> also like wipe off like a little bit of blood off of him oh, when yeah. he first gets there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, you have some red on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People telling him he's got red on him. Obviously, saying people uh, that the the plan is to go to the Winchester, and people reacting differently depending on the context when that happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, a lot of stuff. People saying two seconds to each other, and then stuff happening. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, the first time they see zombies in their backyard is this scene that I really love that I think is just perfect where they're deciding what records to throw. <laughs> and it's just like such a sort of loving tribute to Gen X culture and record shops of just like thumbing through. And, and they have like three Prince records and the third one's the Batman soundtrack. And they're like, okay, throw that yeah, one. Throw that one. <laughs> Shouldn't have thrown the Sade though. I know, That's right? Classic. Yeah. Through like a first edition of Blue Monday and stuff. Yeah, it was good. Great, great mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Anything you guys want to at this point? I mean, at this point, we're just rolling. We can just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just dead air. <laughs> we're not going to edit this out. <laughs> it was silent so that the audience could also take a moment to think right. about the movie i feel like when he when he pushed that original zombie onto the um what was it some kind of like post or something i think she, it's like maybe the base of an umbrella stand yeah, or something i feel like but i would react a little bit differently was <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like oh wow yeah I, mean, I think they just don't really understand what's happening. Yeah. I would have reacted a lot differently when he went to go get the ice cream and there's two bloody handprints on the on the glass. I don't know, man. If you were like looking at your phone or like really into, I don't know, your head or something like that, I could see myself doing that anyways. Yeah, but he wasn't like, he was just walking in like, yeah, I probably, you know me. <laughs> he was super hungover too, though. I could, somebody could oh, be dead on the point. floor and I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that's a good point too. He had like yeah, just drunk true. a crap load. So I, I could see that a little bit more like the next day because it was even ridiculous the first day. That was him being oblivious the next day. I think he was just not feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it adds to like the humor aspect of it. It's like funny because it's like anybody would notice like mm-hmm. one of these signs. Something, like, hey, that, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not right. <laughs> Something, yeah. Yeah, at a certain point you have the, the question in every zombie movie like, does this universe have zombies? Like, how do these people not know what's going on? Yeah, like, it's yeah. clearly zombies. But oh, like, right. That's it, a good point. It's funny because later on in the movie they do mention like, yep, they're zombies. So clearly there was some, you know, vernacular mm-hmm. in this world of zombies and it mm-hmm. took him a real long time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Ed says like the word zombies and uh, what's Simon Pegg's character's name? Oh, Sean, right. That's the name of the movie. Um He's like, oh, don't you don't use the Z word. Oh, yeah. British people. Kept, yeah. 
earlier we a little bit past this, but just to go back, it was the scene when after Liz breaks up with Sean and they're in the Winchester of cars and to try and get him to cheer up, Ed's doing like backstories for different bar patrons. Mm-hmm. And that's just good. I mean, I don't really have any deep analysis on that. That is one of the few scenes that's improv in the movie. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, that Nick Frost, I guess, was just oh, like riffing good. on people's potential backstories and stuff. I love that the Winchester turned out to actually work, too, in the end. I yeah, I mean, it had to. They talk about it so much. I yeah. think that something people might miss as, like, an American viewer is in the UK, like, you can't just have a gun. Like, everyone is right. not allowed to carry mm-hmm. that. So right. yeah. that's why he's like, it's definitely not a real gun, because the police could come in at any time and they oh, get in a ton of okay. trouble for that. It's not yeah. like a normal yeah. thing over there. Yeah. But uh, he's connected. That's, that's he's why. Con- yeah. He's connected. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Big Al says. <laughs> And his, I mean, he his, has that like crazy basement <laughs> smuggling door. So. That's true. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> this is for something. I mean, maybe the kegs, but I'd put them in the front door. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I've always wanted one of those. I know, right? Mm, it's pretty bad. Smuggling door. Yeah. Not for anything illegal. Just like I don't know. Just in case. Yeah. Or just for fun. Yeah. Or just fun for fun. You yeah, guys want to go hang out in the uh, the cave? Oh yeah. 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 Everybody needs a secret cave. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the little elevator. Fun elevator. Um, okay, so after that, so they get over to Sean's mom's house because the plan is to get his mom, get Liz's, and uh, have a cup of tea and wait for it all to blow over. Kill his stepdad. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. With the, with the <laughs> cricket <laughs> bat. So sorry, Philip. They made it look so easy. Just like boop, crack him one time on the head. Um, but then Ed says he wants to go somewhere he can smoke. So they eventually decide they're going to get everybody and go to the Winchester. So they get to his mom's place. Uh, this I wrote down. Uh, Philip thinks that even though he got bit, he's safe because he has vaccinations. <laughs> that was a very <laughs> funny part. Um, which always kind of like, you know, in the in, in the world today, always sort of makes me take note. To hear him say like, oh, it's overblown. I have the vaccine. It's like, yep, that would 100% happen. There would be zombies down the street. And someone yeah. would be like, this isn't a problem going to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Your work would not let you. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> He's definitely the type of demographic that's just like, yeah, this isn't. This doesn't like, come in 30 me. minutes late. <laughs> you think this is bad. When I was a kid, it was the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So um, this is when I, it's obviously been happening a lot at this point, but Bill Nighy, who plays Philip, on his introduction earlier at the store, uh, the first time that you meet him, it has like the really ominous music playing mm-hmm. and he like turns around slowly and then there's like a sharp sting of music. It looks like Lurch. Yeah. And I, I just love all the different musical stuff that gets thrown in that when it's just normal stuff happening way before the zombies happen and it just like sounds like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. For just mundane everyday things, Big Al says dogs can't look up. Can I, I, I love, that, I love that just random piece of there. <laughs> so it's random. such like a huge point of contention throughout yeah. the movie, and it's just like obviously dogs can look. Won't look of course they can. <laughs> it's so weird to. Yeah. Uh, Pete, their roommate slash kind of landlord, seems like he gets bit and uh, he yells at Ed and Sean. And he tells Ed, if you want to live like an animal, go live in the shed, which obviously oh, is. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Which obviously gets paid off later. That came full circle. Yep. And, and he tells Sean that Ed's always holding him back. And that's their kind of. Um, and I also forgot to mention before they leave the house is that flipping channels uh, montage. Where oh, that was great. You know, flipping from channel to channel and everything's finishing the sentence of the place before. So. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like little details or things like that that yeah i appreciate in that that movie it is funny to think that there was still even that far in the pandemic channels playing regular shows because he was flipping between like news and like a lot of them were talking about like the zombies but the fact that anything would still be playing it's like yep that again would absolutely happen but it should not be they should all just be like zombies do these things (laughs) your life is in danger (laughs) why are you trying to watch here's the simpsons (laughs) yep that's, yeah, life is scary enough. Yeah, there's still a soccer game happening, or at least a, a replay of one. Yeah, with the with the news on the bottom of the soccer game, like zombies are attacking, and like people are just playing soccer. I'm Pele. Huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe that's a safe place to be, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, probably not. They could big, outrun. Big it. crowd. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of people in a yeah. condensed area. Yeah. All, one, one person is all it takes. Mm-hmm. To be fair, those zombies, as soon as you trip them, they're down for the count. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. They're not too quick either. No, no. These are these are the old school shuffly zombies. Mm. Oh, I was making a soccer player joke. Oh, that too. <laughs> Oh yeah, because they like exaggerate yeah, yeah. the injuries, so oh, they'd be easy yeah. zombies to kill. Because you'd be like, eh, and they'd be like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> if there's ever a zombie outbreak, I hope it's the zombies from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, me too. I would yeah, hope so. Yeah. yeah, not the uh, the 28 days later zombies oh, that. Oh no, they're like full sprinting, jumping, full sprint, 50 feet. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you've seen the show Kingdom. No. Um, on oh, Netflix. I've seen that. Yeah, That's a good show. some of those zombies are pretty crazy too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they get over to Sean's mom's house. That's where Sean thinks he's about to kill Philip, but Philip hasn't turned yet, so he doesn't kill him. I'm so sorry, Philip. But what? <laughs> oh my god! He's trying to explain to his mom that Philip's turning into a zombie, but she just thinks they have a grudge. And uh, then they get in the car. They take the Jag over to Liz's place. Sean successfully climbs up the window, convinces them to go with them. There's obviously some business there, but. We're kind of speeding through it now, but that's okay. <laughs> Do the important pieces. Exactly. Yeah. So they're in the Jaguar. This is another scene that it's driving really fast. The music's super loud. Everyone's talking over each other. And it's just like, yeah, his movies just don't sound like other movies again. Just chaos. Yeah. It's just chaos. I actually have chaos written here. So hmm. same page. That's what it was. Uh, Philip dies. Tells Sean he loves him. Now Sean has his like with great power comes great responsibility speech. And then uh, they run in. They have to leave the Jaguar because Philip does turn into a zombie. And so they go on foot. This is where he runs into his old friend who the actress who plays his old friend that shows up. This is the second time she's, that they've run into each other. So that's the co-star from Spaced. Oh, OK. So that's why it's like at the beginning, the first time they run into each other, he's really surprised that she's bought a house because Spaced is all about like being in your 20s and not being able to afford a house. <laughs> Wait, oh, he, so there's that he, connection. Is he yeah. the character from Space? No, it's oh, just supposed okay. to be like for the audience who knows uh, these people okay, from okay. Space, like that's, a fun that's cool. A fun nod to that. And then I think this is this is a cool I don't know why they did it, but I'd like it that she's leading a team of yes. people <laughs> who are like direct <laughs> analogs to the same people that they're leading. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, and they have that great bit where it's just from the side and they all pass each other one at a time. Yep. And, and greet ad- each other in the same way. <laughs> the ads at the end, they're just like on their phone like, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. walk by. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know, good stuff. I don't know why it's in there. Yeah. But it's really good. Yeah, it just adds to it. That's a lot yeah. of the movie. I was very yeah. curious yeah. at yeah. the yeah. end of like how much of her party survived. I wasn't sure if her comment meant like only she survived or like she yeah. was surprised that Ed only had one person in his group surprised. I couldn't read yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like they just went to a military base and were fine. <laughs> that <laughs> also seems probably like, a, smart. like there was ideal. a possibility. Yeah, they they right. were like, hey, just go to this FEMA shelter or whatever. Yeah. They just never looked at the news. Yeah. I don't know why she didn't say something when when he tells her like, "Oh, we're going to the Winchesters." Like, I mean, she didn't we say could, where they were going. Go right? to the military base with yeah. us if you want. But yeah, it's not enough room. You, know? you probably don't want a big group. Yeah, moving through the zombie apocalypse with less people is definitely easier. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. a good call. Probably a good call, and it worked out for her. So whenever yeah. we wouldn't have got this movie. Yeah, and then this is the bit where he says, "You know, oh, what's the matter? Ever taken a shortcut before?" And immediately falls over the fence. <laughs> and then similar scene in Hot Fuzz where he says to Nick Frost's character in Hot Fuzz, ever taken a shortcut before? And then like leaps over three fences and does a flip over the last one. You know, as a callback to this movie where he just completely messes up the first one. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. I didn't I realize there's so movies. many connections between all mm-hmm. of the stuff that they've created. Yeah. And one thing I didn't even notice, but just as long as we're talking about connections... At the end, I was watching the credits and I think it was someone on the crew, maybe it was the music supervisor, I want to say, his name's Nick Angel, and that's the name of Simon Pegg's character in Hot Fuzz. Hmm. So I don't know if it's a tribute to that or if that guy just like- It's gotta be. Was Edgar Wright and it was just like an assumed name that he put on that or something? No, it's probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Shout out. It's not a very common name. No. 
This is where the mom clearly gets bit, but hides, decides to hide it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, <laughs> I love the moment where Sean's thrown the, the stick with like the spinning thing <laughs> on the end. And he's like, oh, absolutely. And he looks super confident and tries to just hit it with the tiny plastic thing. <laughs> this ball. And he looks back at them and he just shakes his head like, nah, this is rubbish. <laughs> and then they're like, no, so you stab him with it. <laughs> I mean, or hit him. It was like a yeah, pretty anything. decent You could have done anything like, with it. He like, you being cocked back. I was like, yeah, he's going to take this thing's head off. Dink. Yep. If he did a few more spins, I think he would have. Yeah, he would have got him. Knocked his head right off. That would have been epic. Yeah. But he stabs him to a tree. And this is when... They decide after Sean takes a look by using like the, the kitty slide. I love this scene where it just stays on his knees yeah. as he walks up and walks back down, just goes, no, <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> they decide to pretend to be zombies. Yeah, works. Yeah, for a time. As, as long as they can hold it, it works pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then they're at the Winchester. David gets impatient and throws a thing through the window. So Sean has to distract all the zombies. He's gone for a while. Everyone's starting to get really tense because it's a zombie movie. So all the survivors have to get tense with each other. Mm-hmm. Sean eventually comes back thinking that he gave all the zombies the slip. He finds out that, Oh, it turns out he didn't after they all talk for a while and he comes back in and Ed immediately starts making a ton of noise and then the uh, Don't Stop Me Now sequence happens. Which is also fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did love how like the, the weapon hits all the lined up with the, with, with the the drum. The songs. It was great. Yeah. It was borderline masterful. It yeah, it was, it was it's it's uh, it's awesome. Just such an iconic scene. And just uh so the bar owner, he's he's a zombie at this point, but is a big dude. So they don't have anything blunt to hit him with, so they three of them add Sean and Liz grab pool cues just as the jukebox starts playing for no reason. And, and like earlier when a song came on before the zombie outbreak that they didn't like, they said, you know, it's on random and it's uh, don't stop me now by queen. And they all start hitting Sam with pool cues to the, to the beat of don't stop me now. Mm-hmm. I watched a video with Simon Pegg about this scene specifically. And he was talking about how they did actually rehearse it. Like it was dance steps pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, on the day they all had earbuds in to listen to it because you, you know, you have to get the audio clean. So they're not actually playing it there, but they all had earbuds in to listen to it, to keep them on, uh, on beat. And he also mentioned in this video that this is pretty much a sort of early version of what Simon, uh, I mean, of what Edgar Wright does with baby driver, which is all based on characters doing stuff to music. They can hear like to the beat of that music. Yeah. Oh, is that a movie? Yeah. Oh. Oh, is that an uh, animated movie? No. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll show you guys <laughs> that, a couple that's scenes. That's Boss Baby. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, no, it's, it's Boss Baby. <laughs> oh, wait, really? <laughs> that's what I, I, I was, was making about. a joke, but... No, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking Like, about. Alec Baldwin's in it? Like, I don't remember, like, a musical sequence. <laughs> Boss Baby's fantastic. It, <laughs> I've we, seen that. Can we talk about I, Boss Baby for a minute? I don't watch many movies, but I've seen Boss Baby. I've not seen Boss Baby, so that could be in the next episode. I haven't seen Boss Baby either, but I think you guys got that one. Is that also a horror? Can we do that for Halloween or it's a it's a children's movie. <laughs> but with with some like adult humor. Yeah. In the second one, is he like an adult that gets turned back into a baby? Oh, I didn't see the second one. Yeah. Only ju- the first. It it came out and just went straight to Peacock. And <laughs> yeah, that's so. how that's how you know it's a a good one. <laughs> I watched the first one because my students uh I was like, oh, what do you guys want to watch? And they're like, Boss Baby. And I was like, really? <laughs> it's a big one. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because we're we watching watch? Boss Baby. It's a show, too. Man, the Boss Baby universe is just something I've never dipped my toe in. <laughs> Dip away. <laughs> the the uh, BBCU. I just have never really gotten into it. The fanfic is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the erotic fiction. I know, like, the last 20 years, it's just been Boss Baby movies and, like, culture just dominating the box office. But, you know, I, I've managed to avoid so far. It's actually where the term girl boss came from. Yeah. <laughs> there is a girl boss baby in the second one, I think. Oh, yeah, well. That's definitely where it came from. <laughs> yes. It's all because of Shaun of the Dead. It's all because of Shaun of the Dead. That movie came out, and they're like, we have free reign to do whatever we want with any subject matter. Yeah. So, so... 
to bring it, I guess, back, which great transition. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Baby Driver, a very good movie that nonetheless is difficult to recommend because it stars uh, Ansel Elgort, who has some baggage now, and there's a big supporting turn from Kevin Spacey, like Ooh. two months before Kevin Spacey got canceled. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys some scenes that um, don't feature Kevin Spacey. Okay. Yeah, I can never see him again or I turn to stone. <laughs> Just replace him with Tignataro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She'll be in there like, hey, boss baby, stop. <laughs> You're driving too fast. We were talking about that because of the Don't Stop Me Now sequence. Yes. Um, a, another option for the song here, an interview that I heard from Simon Pegg like a couple years ago. I actually was from Edgar Wright, keeping them confused. He was talking about if they weren't able to clear the music because Queen music is expensive to use, they were going to use the song Rasputin by Boney M. Do you guys know that song? No. Mm, it's no. like a. It's like a disco dance song about Rasputin. Ra, 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 Rasputin. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. They should have done that. <laughs> ra, ra, Rasputin. It probably would have been way Russian cheaper, queen. too. Yeah, yeah it probably would have been way cheaper. Yeah. But, significantly cheaper. But, hey, they got this. I love and it works for that now, though. <laughs> Me, yeah. too. That was very yeah. good. It's very well done. Yeah. Um, I'll have to replay the scene with that in the background <laughs> instead. <laughs> it's a good song. It's, it's yeah. a real, it's a banger. I mean, slaps. We, we would absolutely say it slaps these days. So after that scene, uh, his mom turns. David immediately tries to shoot her in the head, which causes yep. some tension. He was waiting. He like wanted to shoot her in the head mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Well, I think he wanted to shoot Sean in the head. Yes. Yeah. But then he had a reason to kill someone he loved. Yeah. He was very cool about that almost uh, murder there. Oh, yeah. He, he like fully <laughs> pulled the trigger. Pointing he goes, well, gun at all right. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not staying here. And then, then yeah. So. Barbara turns, Sean has to kill her, uh, and David immediately is like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which I, I do think that the after effect when he's got his best friend chained up in the shed and like had to kill his mom in the middle of the movie, like, oh man, that's a little sucky, sucky there. I mean, just a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's a little rough. And his dad killing his all the people too. you love. Yeah. I do. I do suppose like his friend, at least like he's kind of not changing his life quality. He's pretty much as happy as a zombie as he was as a person. Yeah, but like one. his parents probably yeah. didn't want to live like that. So yeah. yeah, right yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, right. Not quite yet, but at towards the end, he says to Liz, I don't want to have to kill, you know, my mom, my best friend and my girlfriend all on the same day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, David's walking around having like a little pity party and stands too close to a window. <laughs> Gets pulled out and in. Um, oh, that's a pretty brutal scene. Yeah, one of one of the only only a couple of like real gory scenes in the movie. This is obviously one of them where he gets just like torn apart. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Gore normally bothers me, and I just was kind of laughing during the scene. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it looks <laughs> was, really the goofy. character. It was very too. goofy. They just like they dug his their hands like directly into his abdomen. It was, it was yeah, very, just pulling yeah. his guts out like ice cream. Mm. Yep. Um, this after he finally admits that. He's in love with Liz, or he kind of doesn't admit it. Everyone else is just like, we know it is. And then he's like, I'm mm. fine, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting turn. Did not see that coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Diane decides, well, I'll open the door too because I'm going to go try and get him. Immediately gets murdered by zombies. He was already in pieces. There yeah. was nothing left. Of it. She yeah. had the biggest piece there was still of David in her hands. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> Indeed. Um, so then all the zombies are in the bar. <laughs> but again, beating zombies with his leg was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you use what's it, you know, what's at hand. Yes. Literally, you use yeah. Every part of the human. <laughs> exactly. You don't waste human to defend yourself. So that is when Ed gets bit trying to uh, stop the zombies from coming in the back door. Liz and Sean jump behind the bar. Ed soon joins them, but is obviously really messed up. They set the bar on fire and then go into that smuggly crawl space um, or loading dock, but probably a smuggling operation. And then that's kind of it. They have a scene where Ed knows he's going to die pretty much. So Sean says bye to him. And then Sean and Liz head up to the street and are ready to try and fight their way through the whole zombie horde. And then the, forget the character's name. I don't even remember if they give her a name, but. Yvette. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. His friend who, I guess, like we said, went to the military base, shows up with the whole military. Just all of it. And then they're fine. The whole yep. thing. Jump to six months later, there's the epilogue with some funny stuff in it where there's zombie game shows where they're making them. It looks like oh, they're fantastic. in like a big inflatable slip and slide thing. It's like MXC, but with uh, yeah. zombies. Yep. Yeah, it looks like that. <laughs> Which would 100% happen. Yeah. Again. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt, yeah. There's like a trashy daytime talk show where she's talking about like my husband's a zombie, but I still love him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm like this all checks out. I would honestly watch probably a lot of that. Yeah. People would same. have zombies like in a cage in their house, like yeah. on display. Oh, they'd be oh, like yeah. pets. Oh, I've got I got a rare something, oh, something zombie. Yeah. Um come come over and check it out. They Minimal they're decom. referring to it as Z Day. <laughs> you know. Yep. Just typical good stuff. Uh yeah, that's where they show that they're yeah, you know, chained up but still working, pushing shopping carts or whatever, mm-hmm. and pretty much that's it. Ed ends. Ed does end up in the shed, like Pete told him he would. He did. <laughs> the house looks remarkably nicer. Six yeah, months later. Yeah, clearly Liz has moved in. The house looks a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. Like it smells good now. <laughs> uh, she makes a plan that does not include going or ending up at the Winchester. Mm. Yeah, and they're both content. Both content. So reactions to the movie overall. First time for you, Robbie. It was a very good movie. I thought it was uh, pretty funny. Well done. Yeah. You guys have seen it before, but still. Yeah, like I said, up. yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's just like, it, it's, it's a, really watchable. Just yeah, watchable. That's yeah. Right. Exactly. It's a good, just like, oh, let me put this on kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, but it has like a pretty good story i think it's satisfying character beats yeah but yeah it's just it's just great yeah all in all very satisfying so edgar wright obviously still making movies simon Pegg went on to be in multiple huge franchises he's in star trek and is like one of the main crew members in mission impossible for like the last four mission impossible movies or whatever (laughs) good for him uh, yeah, so everything wouldn't have pegged out. him as a big star. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hold, uh, on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yes. yeah, <laughs> I never get to use that. Now I have to import that track, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Just wait, that's it's on its own track, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <I have> to. <laughs> that's a lot of work. No, it's fine, it's not that much work. No, no, it just takes a little longer. Yeah, it's fine. Just copy and paste it in later. I'm not sure when this is going to be released, but October 29th, Edgar Wright's new movie is coming out called Last Night in Soho that seems to be not comedic, though it'll probably still be, it'll have like some jokes or whatever, but it's, I think he's referred to it as like an exploitation thriller kind of thing or a thriller slash horror movie about the exploitation of women. That's what he said. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I hope that's Isn't that just good. real life? Yeah. Well, that's kind of the point, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's good because I will be seeing it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably check it out too. Uh, yeah, I was told there would be a game. Yeah, I'm here for the game. Cool. So, Shaun of the Dead. The obviously, rapper. the title is a pun. Uh, yeah, we're all just here for the game. He's good too. He's good too. Yeah. but he's not here. Um, so, Shaun of the Dead. Obviously, a pun on Dawn of the Dead. So, I've come up with uh, potential movies that could be sort of like comedy versions of movies that already oh, okay. exist. Mm. And you have to tell me what the title, including a pun, is. Oh, Robbie's going to crush this. <laughs> um, I have nine of them. Some of them are I'm very proud of. Some of them I'm not. They're did you, all, but they're did you all come up with bad. all the puns? Yes. Oh, great. All right. I'm excited. But they're all super bad. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I'll start with one of the easier ones. Okay. Uh, Frodo and Sam travel to Mount Doom to throw a particularly important drumstick into the volcano's hot sauce. Lord of the Wings. Got it. Nice. I'll say everyone ties on that one. You're only at one. Do you have a laugh track? I don't, but you can have some applause. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Or like a little bit of a jazz. (laughs) I only want the jazz. That's pretty funky. Actually, it says funky. Okay. I think this one says now it says horn jazz. Ooh, that's oh, that's nice. Yeah. All right. So we're all tied at one. Dorothy and her dog get transported from Kansas to a fantastical world run by a magical pirate in this classic film. 
I'm very happy with this one. <laughs> Wizard of R. Yes. <laughs> Wizard of R's. <laughs> All right. But Corey's ahead. How do we do? Do we just like say it when we think of it? Yeah, just say it when you All think right, of okay. it. Okay. Corey's winning. Oh, did you have it too? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. I did not. Have I didn't want to take one. the point. I thought it was going to be off a of wizard. Uh, uh, bl- uh, yeah. No. It's like Blizzard. Um, in this superhero sequel, the world's nerdiest detective matches wits with the Joker and Two Face. In this superhero sequel, sequel the world's nerdiest detective matches wits with the Joker and Two Face. Is this a spinoff Batman? Well, it's a pun on a movie that already exists. Uh, uh, it's got to be a Batman movie. But it's a sequel? Batman. I mean, I know we're going for Dark Knight, but yeah. I can't think of a good pun with it. Yeah, but I don't Is it Dark Knight? You said a, a witty. A sequel. Oh, a nerdy. The world's nerdiest detective. You know, Batman is sometimes called the world's greatest detective. But the Dirk Nurk. Um, very close. The but, but like real words, though. The Dark Knight? Yeah, it's the Dark Knight. Oh, oh. beautiful. That was, that was good. Right. Yeah. That was good. So, I, need, I needed the setup for that one. Yeah. That, yep. I got it. So two, two, one. Uh, uh, I had the assist on that one. <laughs> this one's more like... Um, abstract of a pun but that's okay jack black pretends to be a substitute teacher and has to fake his way through a middle school geology class house of rock school of rocks yeah oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was i wrote school of literal rock but uh, that works too (laughs) damn it I forgot it was a house on a school. It's a school. You already forgot again. <laughs> I also haven't head, seen I'm that like, movie. It's already School of Rock. So yeah, that's what. That, uh, where, where are we going? I told you they're all bad, but I am happy with that one. <laughs> yep. This is made my favorite one. Quentin Tangerino directs John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson in this black comedy crime film about a factory that makes juice by rubbing oranges together. Orange pulp friction. friction. Yes, it's pulp friction. <laughs> oh, that didn't wait for the great. last part. Two, pulp two, and two. Friction. I like it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pulp friction. That wait, one is, that one is like really good. I like Tangerino. Yeah, really thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Quality. Thank you. Um, <laughs> a superhero movie where an unlikely band of pumpkins reluctantly teams up to save the galaxy. Oh, what's that movie called? Uh, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but is it? Yeah. Oh, Jack Lanterns of the Galaxy. Uh, Guardians of the Halloween. The no. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Gord. <laughs> you you are right on it. I was oh, like, this might be it. a stretch, but nailed it. Nailed it. This one's deeply terrible, but I like it. One of the most popular film franchises kicks off a sequel trilogy with this 2015 film, in which a new cast of heroes learns how to cook with a little help from the legends of the previous generation. I have no idea what movie. So, this pertinent is. information there: a pop, one of the most popular film franchises, kicks off a sequel trilogy with this 2015 film, in which a new cast of heroes learns how to cook with a little help from the legends of the previous generation. X Men, not quite. Bigger, bigger film franchise. Star Trek. I know what it is. Bigger film franchise. <laughs> I don't know. Could say it if you know it. No, no, I don't know what the pun is, but oh. I know what movie it's referring to. Yeah, but you don't want to tell them, so they don't. No, I need okay. the point. Oh, <laughs> what what was it about cooking? Generations. Yeah, they learn how to cook with a little help from the legends of the previous generation. Is it like sci-fi? Can I get a? It is in sci-fi. Okay. The chef awakens. Close. Hmm. I don't know the franchise still. The Force Bacons? Oh, okay. Uh, that's close enough. The Force of Bacons. Uh, oh, okay. Nice. Oh, I should I should have got that. Not the <laughs> pun, but at least the franchise. So what are, what are we at with points? I don't know. Cool. Uh, two, I have three. three. Yeah. Yeah, two, three, yeah, three. three. That okay. Right. That sounds right. Uh, Noah, two. Corey, three. Robbie, three. There's two more. My problem okay. is I don't know any movies. 
That's okay. Uh, Harrison Ford stars as an archaeologist who goes in search of a dog that ran away in order to keep it out of Nazi hands. Indiana Bones. Legend of the Lock of Spark. Both really close. Oh. I don't know what those movies are called. I haven't seen them. Raiders of the Lost Bark Park. <laughs> Just Raiders of the Lost Bark. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed yeah, it. Very nice, very nice. One left. Uh, Corey can that. tie. Yeah, okay. Corey can tie. I probably won't know this movie either. <laughs> this one I really like. Marvel superheroes turn against each other as Captain America sues Doctor Strange for medical malpractice and this drama about a trial. Revengers? Not quite. It is a Captain America film, I'll tell you that much. Oh, I don't, I don't know any of those. <laughs> Close. <laughs> oh, uh... I haven't watched any of the Captain America. Civil Trial? Civil Suit? Oh, you guys are so close. Um, you can jump in, too. You're just, I, I don't you're know just... what the movie is. I haven't seen any of the Captain well, America. Civil War, I think. is the Oh. One. Civil. It's got to be Civil something. Can you read it again? Yeah. So Marvel superheroes turn against each other as Captain America sues Doctor Strange for medical malpractice in this drama about a trial. Did someone say Civil Suit already? Yeah. Oh. We'll say it kind of rhymes with war. Civil court? Civil. Yes. Okay. Wait, oh, really? Captain America Civil Court. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that does not in any way <laughs> rhyme with war. It does more so Close. than suit. Uh, that's fair. All right, Civil that's the end. Court. All right. Oh, that, was, that was fun. Three, that three, four. Cool. That was cool. All Good. Right. All right. I'll I'll take like it. Second yeah. place. I don't know how we ended up with those numbers. I only have nine, but whatever. Yeah, I, I thought you... <laughs> Oh, we tied the oh. first one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I thought there was only nine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good job, guys. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for being on the podcast again. I'm sure we'll we'll do this again soon. Um, sure. And uh, congratulations, Robbie, on winning the pun game. I didn't come up with a fun pun for the title because I wanted to save them all for the questions. It's uh, <laughs> honestly what happens. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want to come up with one that I don't make you guess. So. Yeah, that's true. I'll be the punter. There you go. Hey, yo. Oh, <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, that's it. Thanks for being on, guys. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Later. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Adios.